Welcome to the Sister Wives Podcast, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, where one husband and only one wife recap the sinking ship that is Sister Wives. I believe in living this lifestyle. It just makes each of us better. I think we have something really awesome. I wouldn't want anything else. I like Sister Wives. I wanted the family. I didn't just want the man. Seems like destiny. Like we should have all been together from day one. Love should be multiplied, not divided. I'm going to come right out and say it. I am seeking justice for truly Grace Brown. Because just because the gal wears a transition lens and looks as though she is blind does not mean that she is in fact blind and that she was not able to see the destruction of her mother and father's marriage. Uh, Justice for truly. Actually, it sounds like she missed all of that. Caitlin? (laughs) The glasses were too dark. Nope. Let me tell you what she's doing here. (sighs) She wants to believe in the magic. (laughs) Like Disneyland. Yep, mm-hmm. like Christmas, mm-hmm. like Santa Claus. She wants to believe in the magic, but she can see. No matter how dark her lenses get, she can see. She knows what her father's like. Yes. She knows. She pretends that she, he doesn't call her Trudy, but she knows. <laughs> pretends that like, oh, I thought only dogs played fetch, but she knows. She's like, I, I know it's not normal for my dad to come over for two minutes, but I'm just pretending that's, that's enough. She wants, and, and I, I don't blame her. There have been many a times in my life in which I just wanted to believe in the magic, and I pretended that things were not as they were. Poor Trudy. <sighs> Truly. <laughs> Caitlin, this episode is dedicated to Truly Brown. Please do not refer to her as the name her father has given her, Trudy. <laughs> We're talking about season 17, episode six, Telling Truly. Such a dramatic title. I feel like we're ready for a Lifetime movie. And really, it was like five minutes of the episode. Just five minutes at the end of Truly's entire life collapsing in. And said it was like, Janelle's got an RV. Hey, woo! Yesabelle's going to college. Woo! It's like, And then it's like, Truly's life has fallen apart at the end. Yeah. It's like, we'll just cram that in. Much like Cody likes to cram it in. With his ED, only gets it half hard. And he's like, here, Robin, just put it in there. It'll eventually get hard. That was inappropriate. That was way too far. Let me tell you. Not as inappropriate as Cody walking into Christine's house. Okay. You're talking about the Unabama? Yes. You know I love that he just barges in everywhere, which he's always coming in the back door upstairs into the living room, dining room, bedroom situation. Right. It's like, we can't use the front door? Mm. Have you never heard of a front door? And then. You know why? Why? Gwendolyn is downstairs, and he is not about to walk by one of them queer people. Oh, shit, you're right. He Probably is, the hormones might get to, get oh, to him. <laughs> if I get too close to her, I have to social distance from Gwendolyn. Otherwise, I might start having gay felons. And you know one thing is true. Cody Brown is not gay. I love women so much, I married four of them. That's neglected right. all of them now only never gave one of them any of them an orgasm <laughs> so i'm definitely not gay that's right that's why he has to come in the outside stairs up to the sliding glass door and yes right um but the way he just barges in in those hideous sunglasses that also look like he's blind it, three blind mice <laughs> sunglasses and then 
whipping his curls around. I'm These like, curls especially, the tighter the curls get, it's like, I feel like he's getting the perms. Well, it also looks like he has like two curl pieces in front and then it's like shaved or something. So they always are separated. Do you notice that? Yes. But when they're, when they're especially tight curls, yeah. it's just, I feel as though I have been sexually harassed by yeah. this man. Just and having to look at him. I say, sir, back six feet social distancing, please. You know he thinks like, I look so hot walking in here. I can't wait to see this on camera. Can and it's you like, imagine being Robin and you're looking down at your crotch? I mean, I know he doesn't perform fellatio, but like you see those curls bouncing around while he's just trying to get your treasure chest. Do you think there's anyone out there in the world who's attracted to Cody Brown? Yes. Hi, Caitlin. Ugh. There are- Even w- after watching him this season? Yep. There are people- in the other Sister Wives Facebook groups, total trash. And they're like, you know, Cody, I think Christine could do a bad. It's like, fuck you. Oh, I know. So many people think that Christine is just like high maintenance and whiny. I'm like, are you kidding me? Have you seen how she's been treated? And they're like, Robin's not so bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? 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 You don't, there's Robin fans out there. I know. And that's sad. If that's, if that's you, you should reevaluate your life. <sighs> Now we have to meet at Christine's house because we got to talk about telling Trudy that Cody and Christine are breaking up. Mom and dad are no longer an item. But this is the most fucked up part of this entire conversation. Let me sum it all up for you. The fact that Cody doesn't give a flying fuck about Truly and her feelings he just is using her as a chess piece to try and fu- and I don't know how chess works. Me either, so but it's just he wants she's control. She's a pawn. <laughs> yes. She's a pawn on his He's the chess. puppet master and she's the puppet. But a puppet master is different than chess. Okay. <laughs> so we were going with the analogy. You can't give me too many analogies cuz I'm going to get mixed All right. up. But she's just a pawn. Yes. And he's just doing anything he can to fuck with Christine. He's like, let's not tell her yet cuz you want to tell her. And let's not tell her cuz we've told everybody else. Even Ar- Ariella and Solomon know. That we're divorced. Ariola and Salmonella. I'm sorry. Now, what was really devastating for me in this conversation is, and I understood, this conversation is definitely going to be hard for a 10-year-old. Yeah, I know. 11, though. Cody, she is 11. (laughs) He forgot another child's age twice in a week. Back to back. And it's like, yeah, you've got a lot of kids, but I'm sure you know Robin's kids' ages. Oh, don't and even probably, get us he started. He probably even knows their goddamn rising sun, rising moon. He knows their whole their horoscope. time of birth. You're right. He totally does, and he would never know that for Trudy. No, <laughs> he would never. What I do appreciate in this conversation is that Christine is really coming into her own as a dominatrix. She is just like, let's get down to business. Um, I'm talking. I'm leading the conversation. And by the way, get your shit out of my garage, please. When she (laughs) mentioned the stuff in the garage, I was so horny because I love that she was like, she's like, I know I have to slip it in there. I know I got to slip it in. She's like, hey, um, I've been moving a lot of stuff. And uh, oh, oh, shoot. By the way. I forgot. Can you actually get your shit out of here? That would be so helpful to me. It's like, I can walk you down there right now and show you what you need to get out if you want. He's like, no, because again. I don't want this to happen, so I'm not going to move my stuff out. Nope. He's too busy. <laughs> Just like he's been too busy to have Trudy over at his house. Too busy, huh? Can you imagine watching this back and your dad says, either Jezebel, Gwendolyn, well, we know Gwendolyn and Cody, Cody are, yeah, no, don't, that's not yeah. Imagine being Jezebel or Trudy watching this back and you're just like, 
I hear my dad say that he's just been too busy. He just it's forgot. Like, oh, I should have had them over to the house. Hmm. I don't know why I didn't. I guess huh. too busy in those COVID protocols, you know? Too busy. That I've now thrown out the window. Working out in my garage. <laughs> and here's the thing that's just so crazy to me is I know without any camera footage, he's not spending time with Solomon. He's not spending time with Ariola. No, he's but not where spending time is with he? That's Aruba. the big question. Where is he? I truly, be- I truly, Grace Brown, believe in my heart that Cody Brown is having some sort of extracurriculars. Do I believe that this is an affair? Possibly. Do or I believe it's a gambling sex. addiction? Okay. Possibly. Do I believe that there's some shady thing? There is something, and I think why Robin is so out of it all is because he <laughs> says he's going places and she just believes him. So she truly, Grace Brown, believes that he has been spending time at Christine's house and Janelle's house. Yeah, she's like, he's over She's like, well, where else is, is he if he's not there? And Cody knows. He's like, I know she's too stupid to connect the dots. <laughs> Even so, though she will physically drive past Christine's house on her way out. <laughs> yes. She's like, oh, I guess. <laughs> and not see my car. Cody must have taken the girls to get ice cream. <laughs> Does he have her drugged up or is it just the thyroid? I don't know if it's the thyroid or I'm convinced it may be a pill problem. Like I, I'm not sure, but I think we need to get eyes on whatever's happening. I need Robin. Just like Puddle Monkey needs to get eyes following Cody and to see where he's going. Because it would make great ratings. The TV show wouldn't be canceled if we had an affair pop up or a gambling problem, anything. Robin Brown, if you are listening, show us your happy face. To let us know that you need help. (laughs) We saw that this episode. (laughs) That's why I mentioned it. (laughs) I didn't just pull that up. (laughs) I loved the happy face. I was like, oh, she's scared. She's not happy. No, no, (laughs) no. Not happy one fucking bit. I did also appreciate in this conversation about Trudy now going over to Cody's that Christine's setting her boundaries right away. Again, she's learned this in therapy Mm -hmm. and she's also learned this from her screaming matches with Truly. She's like, "Uh, I'm going to want Truly to have her own bedroom. I'm like, that's not going to happen, sweetheart. No. But I did appreciate that she says it right away and then she immediately follows it up with a thank you. Doesn't even give him time to react. (laughs) She's like, you you. will be doing that. I don't care who has to move to bunk up together, but Truly will have her own room. Thank you. (laughs) Aurora and uh, Brianna can work on their harmonies together because they, trust me, (laughs) I heard them. They need some help. They need all the practice they can get. They need some practice. So Truly's going to be in her own room. She likes it dark. (laughs) She does have sensitive eyes, so she does like it dark. You can put her in that little basement situation. That's fine. She's just going to need her own space how did you feel about the fact that cody cared more about the food storage than he did about his daughters (laughs) you know as somebody who gets hangry you get that (laughs) i understood my brain going there first too i have lost my shit many a times when i've gotten too hungry He's like, who's going to take the bags of rice, the bags of flour? Christine, like, what are we going to do with this? We put money into this. Christine's like, take it all. I don't care. I don't even believe in that shit anymore. And if the world ends, I don't want to be stuck with you. So take it. Do we believe that Christine could potentially be atheist? Do we think that she's gone more of like, I'm more of a non-denominational Christian 
I feel like she's like not religious, but she doesn't like not believe in God, if that makes sense. Like, okay. I feel like she's like, I'm just on my own. I just like, I don't go to a church. I don't have a thing, but I, I like, I don't feel like she's. Is she Buddhist? Um, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> she's open to everything, I feel like. Oh. Well, what she's not open to is lesbian sex. That's true. You're right. We'll get to it later, but she is definitely not going to go down on a woman. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just because I think I love the Kelly Clarkson show doesn't mean I'm going to want to lick her vagina. <laughs> it was also so telling when we found out that Mary doesn't have any steak in the food storage. Like they all went to the food storage place, wherever the Mormons are. And they were like, all right, let's get some stuff. Let's, oh, 300 pounds of flour, put it in the cart. Great. We get home, we're like, fuck, guys, we forgot Mary. We forgot to ask her if she wanted anything. Fuck, how did we forget Mary again? And she has the house we need to put it in. She's the one with all the storage. (laughs) So now we have to pretend we included her. Wow. To know that Mary didn't have any food storage any of the food storage, mm-hmm. I feel like said to me, she is out of this family. True, because the food storage seemed like a big deal. A, a big very deal. big deal. A big deal. Very big deal. <laughs> I am over Robin. Now, I am all for truly Brown believing in miracles, trying to see the magic in her family. Mm-hmm. Where I'm over it is Robin Brown coming in being like, yeah, I'm still praying for miracle for Cody and Christine to save their marriage. It's like, it's like Robin, help, wake up. Like, Christine hates Cody and Cody hates Christine. Like, what are you hoping is going to happen here? You know what I would love is I would love for someone to just turn around to Robin and say, Robin, imagine when you wanted to leave David Preston, the 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 biological father of your three children who you pretend Cody was their biological father. Those three kids. Remember that man? (laughs) Imagine when you were trying to leave him, people coming in just saying, oh, just work harder at it. Just try to make it work with David Preston. (laughs) Just because you have the bar so incredibly low and you think Cody is a good husband doesn't mean he actually is. And also he's treating you very differently than he's treating everyone else. So don't. Don't come for our queen. No, don't come <laughs> for our queen. And you know who else? Cody, I don't want coming for our queen. Cody Brown. Because Christine Brown, let's let's go back. Season one, episode one of the show. We are now at season 17. If this show, I don't know if it's actually been 17 years. No. No, it's probably been. No, it aired in 2011. Okay. So it's been. God, it seems like they took so long to come out with each season that I'm surprised it's not. More I think that was later 17. on. Okay. <laughs> but this show could be a teenager at this point. Yes. So for as long as, as long as Truly Brown has been, for, since before Truly Brown was on this earth wearing transition oh, lenses. Right. Yeah. She was Christine in- has been saying, we need to work on this. I'm not happy. And now he's coming in being like, you know, I just wish Christine would have spoken up and said, let's talk about. <laughs> Do you know how many times we have been to the therapist's office with Christine saying I'm not happy? Puddle Monkey, put the montage together of all the times Christine has said she's not happy and she wants to work on things because somebody needs to see it. I need this reunion. I, first of all, I don't want another one-on-one sit down with Sukanya. I want a five- Four? I want a Real Housewives style fighting in face on the couch reunion. Oh, I give would it to be... us, baby. 
Dear Lord, if you are listening, please bless us with all of these family members together in one room on two couches. And Sukanya placed in the middle like Andy Cohen. Bring Andy Cohen in, honestly, at Fuck this point. Fuck Sukanya at this point. Let's get Andy. Call up we Andy. We need someone better on this. I mean, she was all right, but we need we need the real deal. But are you not so frustrated by the fact that he's saying this just feels so rushed oh. and that it's so out of left field? I'm frustrated by everything this man says. I'm so I'm so frustrated. I'm frustrated, <laughs> Cody. I don't like that word frustrated. I don't know ever how to say it right. <laughs> Let's uh, head over to Parawan because we Ooh. got big, big exciting stuff happening at Lizzie's over Heritage. Over Lizzie's in. Heritage Inn, huh? Well, yeah, we've got Janelle and her kids and Cody stopping in, sleeping, spending the night. Well, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> You're saying they're stopping in, but what I'm seeing here is just a means to an end. This is just, oh, Parowan's on our way home from the RV. We could shack up at Mary's B&B. It's not like she ever has business. Free night. She could use it to put towards your mortgage. (laughs) (laughs) Which didn't go towards the mortgage because you didn't pay them. (laughs) I will say this. This episode to me feels like a real, like, a real flashback to the show that we we knew and hated. Like, we're seeing all of the family dynamics, and I love it. It feels like I'm believing in the magic again. I feel it cozy in my heart. It felt good to see everybody in person again, like, near each other. Like, even if there was awkward hugging and touching. But, like, just to be back together again instead of separately in their own homes with their own cameras set up. Like, I, I feel like I loved it. last season, all we talked about was COVID. COVID protocols. This season, we've been focused so much on Christine. And I love it. Don't get me wrong. I love drama. I've never strayed away from drama. But to see the whole family interacting, to see Janelle and Cody and Mary all under one roof. Well, that was wild. When's the last time that happened? I no idea. Because the last time we've seen them together was out on Coyote Pass where there was no roof. There's no roofs anywhere. On Coyote Pass. I bet the last time they all slept under the same roof was the Lehigh House. That was a I think, you no, know, in Vegas, remember we go to the big house for Christmas? You're right. That was it. <laughs> it was the big house for Christmas. <laughs> it just feels crazy. I also thought it was crazy that Janelle said she's never stayed the night there. <laughs> well, it is haunted. I know. And that's when I was like, are we sure we want to make a trip to the B&B? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because... The, the the story is that there is a lady who walks the halls. Now there's two gals. We've also got Bonnie there. You're right. I hope she's more of a friendly ghost. I hope her hairline came back in the afterlife. <laughs> but this other woman is haunting the B&B. Mm-hmm. And Mary's like, we had a flashback of Mary in, at the B&B. And she's like, yeah, she sits in this chair. And when they <laughs> pan to that chair, I thought... Was this located in Jeffrey Dahmer's home? Because murders have taken place in this chair. Beatings. like uh, The chair had some stains on it, but I was thinking that Cody had stayed there and he got some jizz stains on it. That's where he was going. I <laughs> felt like, I mean, I thought it was a murder chair. Okay. Jizz chair would still be, he's murdering future children from, thank God. Thank God he's not allowing more children to come into this fucking family. Just always <laughs> shoot your load onto something. 
I know I'm some people f- believe that Robin had a secret baby, but I just have to say right now, I do not think she could hide it this long. No. I don't think that they could pull that off. No. I just had to say that because I see it thrown around so much. I'm like, there's no way. No. Someone would have ratted her out by now. I don't think Cody can get it up enough to shoot a load <laughs> inside of her. Think, like, it's hard to get hard when it's cold. <laughs> you know, And you know she's cold. She's a vampire. <laughs> her skin is so cold to the touch. It is just like, you get in there and all of a sudden he's like, God damn it, shriveled up it's again. Like, between your cold skin and my ED, <laughs> this is never going to work again. <laughs> I am never going to be able to shoot a load in you again. Damn it. How did you feel about Mary's little comeback? I was... What comeback? Oh, when she was like, um, so yeah, they stayed here. I'm glad they were happy customers because they didn't pay. <laughs> I hate Mary Brown. and Me I, too. <laughs> I know last season I was like, I love Mary Brown and I'm back to being a normal human I'm being. glad you figured that out. I must have also had a TBI, but I truly hate, I truly Grace Brown hate Mary Brown. But this was a moment in which I thought, thank you. Thank you, Mary Brown, for bringing some comedy because it was good. It was good. I loved it. You know, Cody was like, oh, we can save a buck. We don't have to get an embassy suites this time. How did you feel when Cody gave Mary Brown a hug goodbye? Um, wow. That was an awkward hug. I don't think we've seen them hug in a long time. And I felt like he's like, thanks, bud. Thanks for the free night stay. Mm. <laughs> See, I thought I saw him whisper into her ear. Oh, what? I think he was like, hey, Mary, just want to let you know, I did leave a two pound <laughs> dump in that bathroom and I tried flushing, but that thing was not going down. So if you could get on in on there on that and fix that up, that'd be great. Let me know because... God damn, like, you know, I'm out with Janelle, and I've been eating all of my Kato and, um, what's the other one? Paleo. Paleo. I've been so healthy, but Janelle loves herself a drive. There's been, and I've been eating gluten, cliche, and I just couldn't help it. I had to rip ash in that bathroom. I dropped off a full load. Damn. (laughs) Sorry about that. Don't charge me extra. I have never seen something like that. I hope the plumbing's okay at Lizzie's. I don't you think know. You, I don't you think know, this Cody. place is haunted anymore because I stunk <laughs> that bitch out of here. You're welcome. You actually, I'll send you a bill because I'm a ghostbuster. You <laughs> know, Cody Brown leaves like clogs toilets left and well, right. Well, Caitlin, when he was talking about Janelle's bathroom not being big enough, I'm like, I what was... do you do when you're taking a shit? Because he's like a chronic. Toilet clogger. And he's a chronic. He sits on the toilet 30, 40 an minutes hour to an hour. each time. Because he's like, I'm just in peace. Everyone's bugging me all the time. I need to sit in here and do my business. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm making my $200 an hour. I this sell is... my turds online. <laughs> this is what his daily schedule looks like. Wake up. Take a shit. Take a shit for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Get the curls ready. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours. <laughs> Go out, make a cameo on Coyote Prash. Then goes to the casino, picks up a lady friend. Oh, he <laughs> does goes, it at the casino. Then goes to Arby's, and if you know, you know. <laughs> and then he comes home to take another dump at Rob's <laughs> before heading back out to get dinner at Fat Olives. I feel like every time you walk in a bathroom after Cody, and, and here's the other thing about Cody. He's a moaner. He gets in that bathroom. He bro- he's not ashamed to poop in public. No, bathroom. he drops those britches, and he's just like, God damn. God damn. So gross. God damn. It's like, please. If you've ever been in a men's restroom, really anywhere in public, but especially at the airport, you know. 
That's, That's how Cody. some men are. <laughs> and it's just so wild to me how f- what free birds they are. So gross. Yeah. You um, know, he never holds back a grunt. No way. <clears throat> and he, he's constantly like popping pupils or whatever in his eyes Ew. because he's just like straining so hard. He's got a lot of hemorrhoids. <laughs> you know, I think you're right about that theory because Mary does say, I'll cl- go clean up after you guys. Yep, see? And so that's what she meant. She knew she could smell it. She knew what she was in for. She's like, God. She's like, oh, he's it. still doing the toilet clogging. I haven't missed that. Uh, thank, thank God, God he doesn't, he doesn't come stay to my at my house. house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, not only did Cody leave a two pound stinker in the toilet, he also just shit, like, Everywhere this man goes, he manages to shit on it. And when he said to Mary, he's like, yeah, I really liked that room. If you need help paying your mortgage, I can make that my room. It's like, she doesn't need your help. No, Again, I hate Mary. She's running a business, and I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't hate Mary, her. and I hate her little friend, Jen Sullivan, who's running the B&B, Friday with Friends, Jen. <laughs> Just Jen. Just Jen. But in this moment, again, anytime someone comes head-to-head with Cody... I become their cheerleader. And I think this is a boss, babe. The right. She sells LuLaRoe and she pays that B&B mortgage by herself. Okay? No thanks to you, Cody. Brown. Because it, he does. If anyone has something that he's not involved in, just like Janelle's new RV, he right. just can't be happy about it. Mm. It's like, no, Christine can't be happy. She can't move. Like nothing is good for him. Right. But the good thing with Cody and Mary's relationship that I appreciate so much is how low the bar is set. Cause Cody's like, you know, me and Mary are doing really good. I mean, absolutely. I would never fuck her again. I, that hug made me want to vomit, but we're doing really good. Cause guess what? She's not pissing me off like Christine. He's like, she's unfulfilled, but it's fine. As long as we're just cordial. I thought how great for Mary. Like, how amazing is this? Like, finally, I, I, all I needed to happen was Christine to fall from grace. And all of a sudden I've got something to stand on. Why? It's almost embarrassing at this point. Like, why is Mary here? Leave. Like, we would all like you better if you would just leave. He's not treating would you we? right. We would. Would we? I would. Because why? What's the point? She can make her own money. She's always traveling. But how she does she does fit into thing. the show? Well, we don't need her on the show. Anymore. Oh we no, just, no 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 no! We could no, just no. check in with her every once in a no, while. No 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 no! I love to make fun of her. Oh, well. if we're not if we're not going to hardly have, on the show as it is. If we're not going to have Mary Brown, then I need Aurora Brown to step up and have more airtime <laughs> because I need someone to hate more than just Cody. Mm-hmm. It's like how many times can we say he's a narcissist? He's awful. Right. He's a piece of shit. We need side hate characters. We need someone to wear a leopard shirt with a blue leather jacket over Yes, and I think Aurora Brown would absolutely pull that off. (laughs) Um, When we go to the B&B, though, can we get a room that faces the neighbor across the street? Because Yes, I was already thinking that that I'm going to put in a reservation and say, hi, we would like to look at... The dilapidated, scary... There's definitely bodies in the basement. I thought maybe here's, I was trying to think, okay, Parowan, obviously huge tourist town. Everyone's like, everyone I'm talking to is like, Hey, you into spring break in Parowan? I'm like, hell yeah, brother. We're going to Parowan. Everyone's like, it's like, Oh, are you doing Christmas in Parowan? Hell yeah. It's like Parowan's a new Aspen. All right. Everyone's (laughs) going there. I thought because it's such a tourist town and I think they've also got a subway. Um, 
Because it's just a touristy town, I think across the street is actually an escape room. Oh. It's a real live escape room. Okay. Like, you will be murdered if you don't get out. It looked like you would but be I murdered. But I thought, and then I started thinking, Mary said with her new giveaway where you can come visit. That's not a giveaway. It's $6,000. Well, right. What is a new retreat. opportunity? A retreat. Mm-hmm. A new retreat. She's like, yeah, there's going to be even some surprises. Now, when I heard that, I originally thought the surprises were Mary has nothing planned and she'll figure it out once <laughs> someone actually books it. But now I think, no, no, no. She's going to take you over there. You're going to have right. to escape to save she your She won't life. even have to entertain or feed anybody. Nope. Genius idea. Genius. She's like, you've got to fight for your life to get out. And then I'll be like, look at you, boss, babe. You made it and you are in my downline. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she picks who's going to be in her downline. <laughs> You're never going to believe this, but um, you've made it out and you are now getting to sell LuLaRoe. Here's a pair of buttery soft leggings just for buttery you. Buttery soft. And they're going to smell <laughs> like your asshole. <laughs> they're definitely... We saw a woman recently out and about wearing a Mickey Mouse uh, LuLaRoe leggings and Mickey's <laughs> finger was going straight into her butthole. It was an unfortunate placement of Mickey's finger. <laughs> she was also unfortunate in them. They were a little tight. A little tight. <laughs> a little stretched. I pretty much did see her butthole because they were stretched <laughs> so thin. But I thought, no one thought to say, uh, maybe I don't want to be finger blasted in the ass by Mickey. I know. Sometimes maybe you could those... keep it out of my sewer system. <laughs> Sometimes those prints end up very unfortunate. <laughs> Good Lord. She's getting her, I mean, she doesn't have a prostate, but it seemed like a prostate Mickey check. was checking it. <laughs> Oil check by Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> How does Mickey talk? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's go get the RV out on the Coyote Pass. Oh, yeah. Where we've got Garrison, Gabriel, and Cody working together. And by working together, I mean Cody's driving. Gabriel is shouting out orders, which... That Cody's not listening to. No, but I did love hearing him yell at Cody. (laughs) Me too. And then Garrison kind of took on the role that I see myself doing very often when I do projects with my dad. And that's just spectating. I like that. I'm just a warm body here. And (laughs) I'm not going to do shit, but I will stand here. And I will judge everything you're doing, but I'm not going to help make it right. And then we had Janelle on the camera. She's like, I'll be back here filming. So don't ask me to do anything. (laughs) Um, I just have to say, though, real quick, rewind back. Why didn't we get any footage of the boys interacting with Cody on this drive (sighs) and trip? That's what we needed. Why are they never filming the good parts? Because we know they're not good. Tim Gibbons. Listen up. We need to have a sit down before season 18, if there is a season 18. And we need to tell you what the listeners, viewers, are wanting. And by viewers, I mean us, because we're yes. not listening to what anyone else We want else cares car cameras. Install them in the cars, like Teen Mom style. Why are we just, like, holding selfies? Cell I phones. imagine, okay, on the drive home from Parowan to Flagstaff, Cody had on talk radio, and, and they- no, nobody else talked. And it was stuff like, have you seen the pedophiles that are out there and they're going to come get you? Like it was For stuff sure, it was like just that. conspiracy theory radio. Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, have you heard this guy before? He is a legend in this town. It's like, listen up, boys. I don't want you to talk because you might be spreading COVID, so keep your mouth shut back there. <laughs> and I definitely can't. Oh, when Janelle called Cody out for not being able to be away from Salmonella and Ariella, Ariola for... More than two to three days. Oh, I thought, yeah. thank you, Janelle. 
<laughs> and again, that plays into this whole theory of like, where is he? Because because like, he's like, I don't babysit. I'm, I'll pay someone twenty dollars while I'm on the can making two hundred dollars an hour. You don't spend time with them, so why do you have to like get back? He's not getting back have, to get like, to Robin. Five adults in this family, like they have Dayton, Aurora, Brianna, and a nanny, and Robin, all there for two kids that are not even that little. <sighs> It doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. He is not rushing home to be with Robin. No. He's rushing home to go be with the lot lizards or <laughs> something. I don't know. We need answers. Something is so off about this storyline because it's he's not missing them. No. He fucking hates them. He doesn't want to spend any time with any of his kids. No. I he mean, wants to be. He's like, I've been a dad for so long. I'm like, yeah. This you chose this, sir. You spread your seed everywhere you did. You put it in all these women. Now it's time to reap or sow your seed. Or I don't know what I'm trying to say. You made your bed, so fucking lie in it. Lay in it. Just stains and all. Crusty sheets and towels all over the place. And you have to smell your clogged toilet while you're laying there. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I just I don't know. It doesn't sit right with me, but I love that Janelle called it out. Yeah, I did too. She's like, we always have to plan our trips because around only two or three days because he's got to get back to test. And then he was running around like, I got a rapid test. I got to go rapid test. I'm like, chill out. I'm like, can they really? I honestly, okay, here's the thing. I imagine Dayton and Aurora and Brianna all spend all day in their room. I think so. I don't feel like they're coming out being like, hey, daddy, what's up? You know? And then I think that he doesn't care for the other two. No. I just... He's like, go play out back. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about you guys throw the ball for each other? <laughs> like, it, it's just... It's... There's a mystery here. There is. And we need answers. I will make it my mission in life to figure out what that man is doing. <laughs> but before I do that, I do want to say that I had a horny moment this episode. Because... I heard, yeah, now here's the thing. We have kind of a secret relationship going on and Janelle let everyone know about it. Oh. <laughs> she was like, she's into me. You know, okay. she, she knows she's done that cameo for me. Didn't she block you on Twitter once? A long time. Okay. First of all, <laughs> no, we got in a fight on Twitter. Okay. But that was centuries ago. You're we right. have both grown as people. Okay. <laughs> I knew it when she made that cameo for me. Oh, yes. for my birthday that yeah. she was into me like I could tell yeah. I was like hell yeah but when she said Cody was an ace at maneuvering the RV I was like shout out shout out she to did. shout out to me and it was really only to you because he wasn't that great at moving the RV no, she no. was just she trying was, to slide that in there she was like how can I say ace oh, I want yeah. this guy to know and I say <laughs> Janelle call me up baby I am here for you and I will treat you like a first second wife Okay, thank you. Yeah, you'll always be my first wife. Thank you. She, I will treat her like a second <laughs> so wife. I'm oh, glad shit, I'm treated like Mary. Wife. I'm glad I'm being treated like Mary. Oh. <laughs> because she basically gets treated the worst. <laughs> oh, first sh- wife forever. Shit. Well, I'll let you make the calls. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> and Janelle, me and you, we can be biz partners. Yes. Because I know that's your love language. She likes that. She likes to be a biz partner. <sighs> now, once again... Cody does have to shit on someone's dream and he's shitting all over Janelle's RV. He says he's not going to shit there, but he's shitting all over it. And I'm just like, just let her have it. 
And I don't know why he cares so much because I don't think he's been spending any time at her house. He says he's not going to spend time at the trailer. So why do you care? You own this land. Let her put an RV on it. Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. It makes absolutely no sense. It makes me so angry. And and if we go back to last week's episode, the fact that we are going to have to ask permission from the other wives is still irritating me. <laughs> we don't need to ask permission from anybody. Anybody can go park on that land. It's open. Yeah. <laughs> we could go park on it if we wanted. We have. <laughs> Not with a trailer, but we could spend the night there if we wanted to. And no to. one would even fucking notice. No. It is the land of broken dreams. Nothing will ever happen there, so let it give it a little action. The most action that that land is having is those prairie dogs fucking each other in their orgies and just spreading the hep V around, you know? like that's right. <laughs> They're giving the chlamydia left and right, and that's about all that happens out there. Yeah. So let her... Let her, let her just it. live her dream. It's a sad, sad dream. But, but let she her wants to it. do it. She's an adventure girl. So have at it. Yes. <laughs> now, over at Christine's house, we're starting to pack up Yezebel. She's getting ready to move to college. She's going to armpit. Mm-hmm. She's going to live with Maddie, with and Caleb. Maddie and Caleb. Remember, Caleb's really excited. <laughs> wow, I can't wait for Yezebel to get here. She's so young and beautiful. <laughs> Stop. I mean, okay, she's great with crazy. the kids. I know. I know that I ruined that. And I know that I, I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I know. My apologies. Okay. My apologies to your, Caleb, your humor, your to like Yezebel. <laughs> now, I know. <laughs> I know Gwendolyn is my fucking girl. The second Christine said that her humor is 99% of the time inappropriate and uncomfortable, I said... <laughs> Come have a seat next to me, baby girl. And let's get her on more camera time, please. Like, why is she not filming? Because why Cody has put the kibosh on it. He's like, he's no, said, you're no. too embarrassing. He's like, you can get her jumping on that goddamn trampoline for six hours, <laughs> but she is not going to be talking to the camera. He's like, we don't know what's going to come out of her mouth, and she'll probably say that I'm a terrible father, and so no ca- no camera time for her. I don't. I feel like she hasn't followed through with the YouTube reaction videos. I haven't but looked. But I know she hasn't posted anything about it, but I need it so bad. There's now, nothing I, better than that. I do believe Gwendolyn... I don't think she's got work ethic. I don't think she has a follow through, but I loved the idea. I loved where we sparked. Yes. But I don't think it's coming, unfortunately. But I wish it's a it was. a big commitment to record a YouTube I video wish I could week. reach out to her and say, hey, can we chat? Right? But then I think she'll know, she'll listen. She's like, whoa, these people are awful. And they've said horrible things about my family. So probably I think not. she's like in on the joke with us, though. Like, I think she thinks I think if you didn't say, if we didn't say anything about any of Christine's kids, and you know, we do have a whole thing about transition lenses. I but think... other than the transition lenses, we're pretty nice to all those kids. Okay. I think a lot think? of people would disagree with you. <laughs> okay. Somebody was very upset about um, our making fun of Yezebel's. Uh, Scoliosis. Oh, okay. How can you say you're a fan and then make fun of her scoliosis? It's like, because it's scoliosis, bitch. Like, we can laugh about it. And she got it fixed. She got it fixed. She'd probably laugh about it, too. And I think Gwendolyn would definitely laugh at her jokes. Right. (laughs) I love Gwendolyn. Now, Gwendolyn is a bisexual. She loves women. She loves men. And she loves, which I actually thought was pansexual, the way she said it. Because I think what... She's saying is that she could also be attracted to people who are trans. Yeah. I thought uh, that was pansexual also. But, but what, listen, I'm not here to shove anyone in a box. I think you're bisexual, <laughs> you're bisexual. <laughs> but Gwendolyn is here to try and get 
kind of gaslight Christine into believing that she might be a little lezzy. And I'm here for it. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh, I was cracking up to know that Gwendolyn treats Christine like this because I think... She's we, like, Mom, you're partially gay because you have crushes on girls, celebrities. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson of the Kelly Clarkson show and American Idol. Blake Lively Gossip and Emily girl. Blunt. Emily Blunt. What interesting crushes. She I likes know. more of a classic beauty. She's like, what? They're beautiful. I wouldn't want to do anything more, but like, <laughs> they are beautiful women. <laughs> now, when Christine said she wouldn't want to do anything more, what she was saying without saying it was, I would make out, I'd fondle her boobs, and I would let her go down on me, but I am not, I am not going down on her. <laughs> She's like, I am straight. <laughs> I am very heterosexual. Did you but, think it was weird that Christine said that when Leon came out that she was like, that's Gwendolyn. Like, I know it. I know Gwendolyn is gay. Yes, because when Leon came out, I felt like that was one of the first times these people had ever heard of gay people. <laughs> and then to have this moment, like a light bulb moment of like, oh my God, that's Gwendolyn. Yeah. I just thought, interesting. Also because I don't, Leon and Gwendolyn, I don't feel like are like similar personalities or anything. So like, no. I don't know what she was connecting the two of them. Gwendolyn has queen energy. She could really be top of the pyramid if we got a little more camera time on her. She used to be back in the day. Well, yeah. But <laughs> Leon to me is just a fucking mashed potato. She's oh. so boring. Always She's, boring. You yeah. always have to be so PC around her. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah, I would want to hang out with her. I feel like she's a buzzkill. Yeah, fuck that. I want to hang out with Gwendolyn all the time. (laughs) All the fucking time. Um, I was shocked to find out that Cody, for once in his life, did follow through. He got Yezebel a car. Mm. Mm. I feel like he did, but I feel like, I don't know. Now, well, maybe what you're sensing is what I'm sensing. Bought the car. And then he's going to be like, and I got you the payments. Yeah, I felt like there was more stipulations. I don't feel like he's that nice, you know? Or I felt like Christine bought it and was like, oh, your dad got it for you. She was like, she, you've broken her heart too many okay, times. Okay, actually, you know what it is? What? I know what it is. At the beginning of the episode, Cody said that when Truly's losing her family, that if she gets something else, like getting to go to Cody's house for sleepovers, then she'll totally forget about what she's losing. I so, forgot he said that. I was like, that's the worst thing you could ever say. Like, oh, your parents are getting divorced, but you get a new room at Robin's house. So, like, it'll be totally fine. We'll and even Robin's going to design it with her help with it'll uh, be from Aurora. Aurora's got such a great sense of style. <laughs> Aurora shops at like Coldwater Creek. Like she's such a dork. But I think what he's doing here is he's like, hey, Yezebel, I know that you're going to be sad that you're not going to have me on this trip moving over to the other side of the country. But I got you a used car. <laughs> and the payments. And the payments. <laughs> you're like, right. That's like, like I, I co-signed for it. <laughs> so you're good to go. I put a $2,000 down on that thing. So... Better than what I had when I was 18 doing a missionary in Texas. Probably better than I got the boys, Gabe and Garrison, because they're 18, their ass is out. Cody's main reason for not going on the trip is basically that he's just like, me and Jezebel don't really have a great time together. She's boring (laughs) as fuck. I spend my whole time trying to get her to come out of her shell. 
He's like, I don't know why she won't open up to me or why she doesn't trust me. I'm not that big of an ogre. I'm like, maybe because you've let her down time and time again. Maybe because you said, please don't be a bitter housewife just because I can't go to your little surgery so you and your mom can have a girl's trip. And maybe because you haven't seen her in like two years. Now, a normal father who says, hey, I'm having a hard time connecting with my daughter and I would love to fix that before she's kind of out in the world and, and I lose this last opportunity. He's going to say, you know what? I'm going to hop in that fucking car and we're going we're gonna to make a goddamn memorable trip out of this. And we're going to get to know one another. We're going to make some memories. We're going to fix this. And Cody's like, yeah, no, nah, she's kind of boring. <laughs> I got other people back home I got to tend to, you know? And by people, we mean lot lizards. And we mean the affair that's happening at the casino. Yeah. I've just rolled them into one. It's like started as a gambling addiction. It's turned into an affair with the gambling. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did appreciate Yezebel's confessional. Now, I don't appreciate the outfit she's wearing. I thought, uh, interesting choice. Not cute, but you know, that's what like Urban Outfitters is full of these days. So I'll give it to her. I think okay. she's with the times. It's oh, not cute, okay. but it's what's happening. Gotcha. Yeah. Yezebel is my favorite brown. I think she might be my favorite brown too. And I feel like she's very reasonable. Like, I feel like she knows that they're, that Cody and Robin are pieces of shit and stuff. But she's like, I still, you know, they're still my family. And like, I'm cool with everyone. Like, I don't feel like she has any enemies in the family. But I did appreciate when she said that she's not close with Cody. Me too. She's like, I'll miss my mom. And... I'll miss my dad. Like, he, he is my dad. So, like, I know I should say I'm going to miss him, but I'm just like, but we're really not close. So, no. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> I, um, I started to tear up. Oh, no, you did? Yeah. I don't know what it was. And then there's, I just have a soft spot for Yezebel and her spine. <laughs> because when she started talking about how she really hopes that the her relationships with the other moms and she listed them all out. She didn't leave Mary off like Cody always does. <laughs> and the relationship she has with all the other moms, kids, like she's like, I hope I really, really hope that through my mom's divorce, that those relationships don't change. And puddle monkey threw in like a little sad song in there. And I just, I teared up. <laughs> wow. I didn't get that far, but I do agree because I do feel like Mary and Robin are going to be bitter old housewives about Christine leaving. And I hope that they don't take it out on Yezzy. You know, I, I just felt like, I think I teared up because I felt the love. Yeah. I felt the love that Yezebel has for her family, despite it all just falling apart, going in the shitter <laughs> at Janelle's RV. With Cody's big shit. (laughs) With Cody's big shit on top of all of it. Speaking of Janelle's new RV. Okay. Can I just say something? Maybe this is unpopular opinion. I don't care. I don't think it's that bad. Like, everyone's making such a big deal about how, like, she's kind of like, I could never do that. Oh, my God. Ooh, I don't know. We're worried about her. I'm like, it's a $102,000 trailer. It's expensive. It has two bedrooms. Did you just steal my research from me, Caitlin? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Okay. Because I went through the process of finding Janelle's trailer model. It's the 386BH from, what was it called? Um, what was it? Mm, wish I could remember. Don't remember now. I bet milestone. Milestone, right. Yeah. MSRP, $102,000. Now that's a nice RV. Okay. People live in these with like their whole families. They're just two people living in them. I understand what you are saying. But what I want you to think about 
is that we do not have running water, we do not have septic, and we do not have electricity. We have a solar panel Don't that's fucking busted. That, I feel like she's going to get that hooked up pretty quick. Caitlin. No. With a, in the a generator. Bro- <laughs> you can't live off of a generator. Why? Caitlin, do she's camping. It's camping. Do you know anyone who camps for a year at a time? She wasn't there a year. Well, I know because it got too fucking cold and she couldn't run everything enough to keep the heater going. (laughs) The second the snow started to fall, she's like, fuck, we got to get out of here. Okay. Well, either way, I'm just saying it's not that bad. It's a nice trailer. It's expensive. I'm not saying (laughs) that the trailer itself is bad, but the setup. Had we had a little bit more forethought and we had electricity, running water, and septic, I would say this is a great thing for now not very not forever but for now but unfortunately because of that (laughs) i can't help but look at now i want you to understand this is me talking without any influence from cody okay i think it's a piss poor financial decision the second cody says that i say fuck you i've never backed someone more I have never believed more in a $102,000 trailer. Okay, but Janelle has a master plan. Maybe she didn't think this all out as much as she should have, but her plan is that she got Cody out of her house. She moved Mm -hmm. all his shit out back to Robin's. He's not going to move it into the RV. She got rid of him. Now she's also on the move. She can go anywhere she wants, and he's not going to come. This is her way to get rid of him. And it's also her way to be like, look it, nothing happened. I was going to move out on Coyote Pass. We didn't pay it off. We didn't start building my casita thing. It's not going to happen, so now I'm free to go. I tried. I can say I tried, and I'm done here. I did really love... I really loved when Janelle was like, you know what? No one else is going to live out here, so I'm going to have a great fucking view. I it's was gonna like, be I actually great. hope she does get to build a house out there and be the only one. That's going to be Janelle's pond. That's going to be Janelle's herpes. She's the only one who really paradox. likes that land anymore. Even Mary was like, I have pretty much given up on that dream. She's like, no, I don't think anyone wants to build, especially not Cody. And that's why it hasn't happened. Cody doesn't want to do it. It's never going to happen. Now, speaking of Mary, <laughs> Mary shows up to Janelle's housewarming, RV warming party. <laughs> Whatever this is. Fifth will party. (laughs) And she walks in. She's talking to Janelle. She's like, hey, Janelle, what's up, girly? How you doing? Love this piece of shit. And Cody walks up. He's like, hey, Janelle. Walks right past fucking Mary. She's like, hey. Like, she is fucking Bonnie's spirit. (laughs) Like, doesn't even see her. And then Mary's like, hey. And he turns and he's like, hey. (laughs) Just the most awkward uncomfortable moment I have ever seen on television anywhere. Honestly, this was my favorite scene in the whole episode. And there were several good scenes, but this interaction was just so good. It was like, he's like, I, who are you? I, Oh, I didn't even know you were here. What is your name again, bud? (laughs) It's like, uh, she's the gal who just cleaned and unclogged the two pounder you left at Lizzie's. After he was done with her free night stay, he doesn't care about her anymore. No, he's like, I would never give Mary a hug. I only gave it to her as payment. 
<laughs> I paid you for the B&B night. I gave you a hug. You've been asking for that for 10 years. <laughs> when Mary said that she could possibly figure out a agreement for Cody to have a room at Lizzie's is just his. Oh, yeah. Did you think that meant cunnilingus? I thought that meant sexual favors because I she meant money, but she also was like special things. And I felt like that meant if you will have sex with me again, yes, you can have that room. <laughs> Which is sad. Again, Mary, please raise your standards. Please. <laughs> please. Like, like why on. are we begging for Cody back? <sighs> Everybody knows that's a bad decision, even Truly, and she can't see. Right. <laughs> Poor Truly. <laughs> now, again, just remember this episode is called Telling Truly. And we've and we still haven't not even seen there. her. We still haven't told Truly. Uh, at one point when we're driving to the RV warming party... We do see Truly in the back seat. She's going to town on her iPad. But other than that, like, she's not really making any sort of appearances in this episode. No. <laughs> now, Robin shows up to the RV warming party. And if there is someone who just brings a gray cloud with them, it is Robin Brown. I felt like she showed up. And, and when she said, like, you know, I don't like trailers and I don't believe people should have to live in them. It's like, Robin, you do know that there are people in the world who like, this is all they can afford, right? I know. What a like, not everyone can live in your fucking mansion in the trees. It's like, sorry, you have a million dollar house. Apparently Cody's not helping Janelle get that, you know? Exactly, Robin. So what you should say is like, wow, I am so appreciative of Janelle for sacrificing for our family. Yeah, but you guys all have the same finances, right? Like, and when she said that, because I think earlier in the episode, Mary said that they all used to live in a like mobile home together. Yes. The four of them. And I was like, you know what? Robin should have had to pay her dues before she came into this family. And she should have had to stay in a mobile home with everybody under the same roof mm. for like a certain amount of months. Yes. Like we should have hazed her. She should have... She should have had to do some of this instead of just moving right up into a mansion. You know what I would love to see? The brown, just the brown adults. Okay. Or no, no, no. Actually, no, no. The whole brown family. They all move into Lizzie's Heritage Inn. Hmm. And it turns into the next season of Big Brother. You know what? I think you're on to the next best TV show. Round the clock <laughs> watching. We can see everything. And you can't leave the house. I would love that. That would be... Robin would just be chasing around Ariola and Solomon oh, yeah. telling him not to get close to anyone else. <laughs> Cody'd be in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> whole time. Between stinking it up and busting a nut. Christina would be cooking up a storm. <laughs> that would be great. We need that. That would be. Um, Puddle Monkey, you're welcome for the next greatest creation. You can give us a... Oh, ratings would be through the fucking roof. Now, the ray of sunshine of this family. Christine Brown, she shows up and she knows this is a piece of shit idea. This is the dumbest thing Janelle's ever done. But she's not going to let Janelle feel that. She's like, oh my God, Janelle, I love it. Wow, this is just, oh my God. She turned into the Target lady from yes. SNL. She was like, oh, approved. <laughs> oh, I love this. Wow, where did you get this? This is just beautiful. Oh my God. I love it. It's so beautiful. Whoa, this is so nice. I'm going to move in. Oh, you got an extra bunk bed in there for me? Hell yeah, I'm moving in, sister. We can have like sleepovers. 
I appreciate that attitude much more than Cody's being like, um, Janelle or Janelle thinks this is such a cool idea. So she's trying to get everyone in on the cool idea. But really, Christine and Mary are making fun of her. Like, they think this is so stupid. They're not making fun of her. They weren't at all. I'm like, just because you're making fun of her, just because you think it's a bad idea. They're not. They're trying to be supportive and they're seeing they're again. I also think they realize this is nicer than I thought it was going to be. Yes. But I also think, much like we're allowing Truly to believe in the magic, let's let Janelle believe in the magic. She thinks that this trailer has magic in it, so therefore, let her just believe it. She wants to take in that prairie dog air. (laughs) (laughs) And not Cody's poop air. Uh now, we get a tour of the RV. Savannah's taking them all through, showing them the ins and outs. You can see the whole RV from one spot. You could just stand right in the middle. And you can say, there's the one side, there's the one side. But she's going to walk them through it. And again, good attitudes throughout. At one point, we hear a, a little rumbling. It sounds like Truly has locked Jezebel and Gwendolyn in a room. <laughs> and I thought, that's Truly energy. That that's, really is. That's what I fucking love. <laughs> uh cody says that janelle's shower is gonna be way too small for him i'm like what are you doing in the shower cody's not a very big man no like he's small you know what i bet you anything that like okay so probably because he does have ed he probably does have to hit his prostate so he likes to do a one foot up the wall jerking and finger in the ass oh god (laughs) because he's like if i can get that prostate i get a little bit harder and I can, so he, I understand that would be tricky to okay, try and do that in a small looks shower. Looks like he still could have done that in that shower. <laughs> maybe he's not flexible. It's just that he doesn't want to take a shit in that room. And <sighs> you know what? It maybe his... was an extreme decision for Janelle to get an RV so that Cody didn't have to shit in her house anymore. But <laughs> I would take the same route. <laughs> I would spend $102,000 over and over again to make it so that he never took a shit in my You're house. right. Actually, that was the best financial decision she's ever made. <laughs> And then Cody's like, yeah, the bed is big enough, but where am I going to put my suitcase? I'm like, oh, no, it's about your suitcase. Like, pick a fucking lane. And then when he started comparing his stay at Robin's house and his stay at Janelle's fifth will, I'm like, you do realize, Cody, that these are both your home. It's not like what you've done with Robin is this representation of you. And then what Janelle's doing is just a representation. You are her husband. And if you've been able to provide enough for her, if you would have bought her a million dollar house, just like you bought Robin, she wouldn't be out here in the trailer. <laughs> and if you had fucking like followed through with what you said was going to happen on Coyote pass, she wouldn't be in this position. Like <laughs> this is a reflection of how shitty you are to your wife. Not that like, what you've done with Robin is so amazing. And instead he's like, I get my exercise in at Robin's going up and down the stairs and here at Janelle's, I can't even move without hitting Your my elbows. Cody voice is a little more like Goofy. Oh, that's how it seems to me. Goofy? N- in a dorky way. Oh. Not not funny. I think more, you need more anger. More anger. Yeah. I'm just going to go over to Robin's because she's got hot water. So forget about it, Janelle. I'm not staying here. Because your dumb decisions. (laughs) Now, I was ready to throw hands when we get our second tour of the RV. Savannah is walking Aurora, Brianna, Robin through the RV. (sighs) No. (laughs) This, This is not a laughing matter. 
this is very upsetting. Because as we're going through the house, Aurora points out that there is a bathtub in the bathroom. Now, closed captions said that Aurora said this, but I feel as though it may have been Brianna. I don't know. And, and for once in my life, I'm giving Aurora the benefit of the doubt. But I think it was Brianna. She said, that's a tiny bath, more like a foot bath. It's take it back. <laughs> take it back right now, you little bitch. I think it was Brianna too. And I was like, you are so rude. Get out. You're never allowed back at the fifth well. You and your fucking pointy eyebrows can walk <laughs> back to Robin's house. Do not talk about this foot bath. I didn't, I didn't even see it. It probably did look like a foot bath. But shut your mouth because you live in your goddamn mansion up in the trees. Right? Like, go stick your nose in the air somewhere else. Like, Get, this isn't the place. And you know what? I hope you stick your nose in Cody's big old shit stink bathroom. <laughs> and then it got even worse. They came out and they were like, oh, this is like a cute room. Is this like for the doggies? And they're like, no, this is Savannah's bedroom. What, like, idiots, though? Like, who thinks that that's a dog room? Like, it was bunk beds. <laughs> For the dogs? Like, what? <laughs> if you ever listen to me right now, Aurora and the Pussycats, if you're listening to this, do not ever disrespect Janelle's space like this again. And is this where Cody says, no, the dogs will live outside here at the oh, RV? And oh. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Uh-uh. You'll live outside here at the RV, Cody. <sighs> Janelle likes the dogs better than you, as she should. Excuse me. Let's call them by their proper names, Brindle and Jack. Sorry, Brindle and Jack. Because <laughs> Cody's like, she's going to have to choose either the dogs or me. And Janelle's like, <laughs> I choose the dogs, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the dog, dumbass. Janelle's like, I'll choose the dogs. I'll choose the kids. I'll choose the dogs. She's like, well, I'm not just going to have you come in here every once in a while. No, thanks. Every fucking blue moon. So what? We can go over finances, spreadsheets. You never spread my sheets She's anymore. She's like, all you come over here for is to ask me if you can make a big purchase. <laughs> She's like, I'm fine. I'm done. I'm fine being just me, the fucking dogs in Savannah. And when she said that, I was like, queen always she's always our queen she right. always comes back even if we feel like she's slipping she, she stays i up did the top. feel a little sick when we had this conversation and cody started saying that like you know the bedroom is where i can associate with my wife in a variety of different ways i'm like <laughs> ew uh Ew, what kind I, of ways? And I don't Anal? feel like him and Janelle are doing those ways. Well, I think he means me and Robin do that. Me and, and, me Janelle, and Janelle look just at spreadsheets. Fart. <laughs> and then Robin's like, oh, I don't want to talk about Cody having sex with other wives. Oh, God. It's like. It's like because you know he's not. Robin. Yeah. That's why. You don't want to talk about it because you want him to be monogamous. With just you. With just you. But you don't know that he's doing all the lot lizards. <laughs> I loved when Christine was like, eh, it's just another excuse for Cody to stay at Robin's, really. She said what we were all thinking. She's finally saying it out loud. And that's what I appreciate about season 17, Christine. She is speaking the truth for once. She's like, eh, Cody thinks he's fooling all of us, but he's not. He'll just be at Robin's house like he always is. Like he always fucking is over there being a goddamn piece of shit. <laughs> also... There was a point in this episode that 
more than I was upset by Aurora and Brianna's attitude, I was upset with Cody. It's probably the worst thing he's ever said. And it was about Janelle's RV. And he's like, you know, somewhere along the way, I let my wives believe that they had control over their own lives. (laughs) But now they think they've got control over my life too. I'm like, first of all, you let them believe they had control. I swear to you, for so many years, it was shoved down our throat that Sister Wives was for the women. Like, we were supposed to believe that Cody was some huge feminist and he was empowering these women and he was just a little silly guy on the side. They never fooled us with that, by the way. They never fooled us, but they really sold it. They really tried their best. Much like Cody sold the Fajita Cantina sign, he was selling this narrative. And now he's going back being like, yeah, I let them believe that for a while. But I'm taking it back. The patriarchy's back, motherfucker. (laughs) And if you're not okay with it, then you're out. It's me and the patriarchy or anything else. And they're like, we're good going elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we are good going elsewhere. We'll see you later. And then, of course, Cody's already spinning this whole RV thing as like, you know, now Janelle's going to act like she's being marginalized. I'm, She's going to take it because I'm going to Robin's house all the time. She's going to take it personal. It's like, yeah, that's how it works. Like, But also, no, at the same time, because Janelle doesn't care about you anymore. No, but I'm saying like she would have every right to. Yeah. She would have every right to be upset that you're not coming over because... Like, it'd be the same thing. Here's the thing. Let's say Janelle got COVID and she got really, really sick. Cody'd be like, well, I don't want to go be her fucking nurse and take care of her. So I'm not going to go visit her. And she's going to be like, oh, it's because I'm a handicap now. And he's like, well, yeah, Robin makes me a sandwich every day. <laughs> he did say that. He's like, Robin makes it really convenient for me to be there. I'm like, okay. Because she makes you a sandwich and lets you go sleep around with a mistress. Like, right. okay, great. <laughs> Now we finally get into what is supposed to be the entire topic of this episode. (laughs) But it's just at the very end, kind of thrown in there. The telling truly part. (laughs) And I I love any time they give us words on a screen that said, due to the sensitive nature of this topic, Christine spoke to Truly off camera about leaving Cody. Anytime you know we got writing, you know it's going to be good. You're you know, right. like, <laughs> the drama is here. I'm so glad they didn't film that because that would have been sad to see Truly so sad. I know. I'm torn. I didn't need that. I needed the car ride with Garrison and Gabe and Cody, but I didn't need Truly being told. Now, unfortunately, Christine, she fucked up. She's talking to McKelty, getting all excited about moving to Salt Lake, and she says, I can't wait to move. And Truly hears her and she's like, what? We're moving? What do you mean we're moving, Mom? <laughs> I just got used to the brightness here in Flagstaff. <laughs> but this was the really sad part. So Truly's sad because they're moving. And I think in her head, she's thinking, we're all moving. Where's my friends? I'm going to miss my friends. And then Christine has to break it to her and she's like, baby, it's not just your friends we're leaving. We're leaving the whole family. <laughs> Me and you are packing our bags and we're doing Golden Girls out in Salt Lake City. So so sad. So she she has her world kind of like falling apart. She's going to move, but the whole family's moving. So we've done this before, but I'm going to miss my friends. She's like, no, baby, you're going to miss your daddy. And it's just like, how awful 
for truly to find this. I'm glad she found out at once. It's like really I know. ripping I was like, the Band-Aid off. Oh, that's tough. But yeah, it would suck to just be like, yeah, we're moving and then have to tell her again later. Like, yeah, and me and your dad are divorced. Like, I appreciated that Christine decided in that moment, oh, fuck, we're already divorced. <laughs> like, she's like, I don't want her looking at our interactions thinking maybe we'll get back together or something. She's like, I just had to say it. Oh, sweetheart, we're already divorced. Well, I like that, too, because that helps truly see, like, okay, they've already been divorced and they've been still seeing each other and acting normal. She's like, you don't, you haven't noticed that your dad's come over any less because he never came over before, <laughs> right, baby? And she's like, no, I just, haven't noticed at all. I haven't noticed. I've only seen him from for, for 47 minutes this whole year, just like last year. <laughs> like, he played fetch with me two times with the glow in the dark, dark ball, but that's it. <laughs> so, and that's how you know it's bad. Like, he's not even staying and she doesn't even realize because right. he's never there. So these gals are moving up to Salt Lake. They're going to be with Aspen and McKelty. And I just thought, listen, I don't want to be picky. <laughs> but if McKelty's who I'm going to to be around for good company, I thought, just leave me alone. <laughs> just, I'll go stay. You know what? Janelle's trailer does sound great. <laughs> Actually, uh, I want to stay with Samantha. I would rather be in the fucking dog beds and foot bath at Janelle's than having to go spend time with McKelty and Tony and Toyota Avalon and Corolla and Forerunner. You're right, but unfortunately, Truly's right up there. And alley. you know, true. <laughs> truly, that is true. Two peas in a pod, those two. <laughs> and, and I always thought Aspen was normal, but then I saw the pictures of Aspen's husband doing like LARPing or whatever, like live action role play where he's wearing I know. And cloaks I was like, and stuff. Oh, okay. No. And you know, when people do shit like that, they bring it into the bedroom. You know he does like, I am Camelot, and I am here to slay you pussy. It's like, sir, please stop. And she's like, oh, well, I'm just a little princess over here. Are you here to save me? She puts me? on her hat from the wedding. And she's just like, oh, yes, I'm just a little old time girl. Old time girl. I don't know what they're called. Oh, princess. They have a lot of costumes in Lots. their closet, which is alarming. Now, Tony and McKelty don't because they're lazy. No. But Tony does just have a giant thing of pubes. <laughs> Huge. For sure. I think we know that. Like a big old padding of pubes. <laughs> like, you just know it, right? Yeah. You've seen the hair on his head, right? Yeah. That's what's downstairs. I know. <laughs> the oh. carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> right. You know what? I feel bad. This, again, this is Truly's moment, and here we are talking about other people. This girl cannot get a fucking break. I almost started crying when they showed the the scene of Truly just sitting out back by the China Hutch on the back porch, and I thought, God damn it. This, this girl has been given so many battles. I know. First, the kidney disease. Then the bike riding, where she didn't want to ride it, and Cody screamed at her. Then the transition lenses. It's like, can she get a fucking break? And poor Truly never got a dad around because he was too busy procreating with Robin and making new kids that he cared about more. Right. There was that too. But I just was going kind of in my order of bad. You're right. Nothing I thought that was actually ride. a blessing. I know. That was a blessing that Cody wasn't around. The That's bike true. ride was a disservice to this girl. <laughs> And you know what? I hope some people right now are like, what's the bike ride? It's like, do you not watch the show? How are you even a fan? Don't come for us. The bike ride has stuck. And we do remember that. We are <laughs> scarred by the bike ride where Cody's just screaming at her. 
get on the bike, you little bitch. And she's like, I can't see. And he's like, I don't give a shit. Ride it. <laughs> At that point, she probably didn't have glasses yet. No, that was the issue. No, she couldn't see what she was doing. <laughs> now, Cody believes that all of this, everything that Christine is doing, is some big master plan to get everyone to hate Cody so that she has a... And this will justify her leaving Flagstaff. Cody, she doesn't need a master plan. Everyone You're, already hates you. Everyone already hates you. She didn't have to do anything. And when he goes on this whole rant about how it's not his fault when one of his young children don't like him and don't get along with him, it's definitely not his fault. It's the wife's fault for not forcing them to like him. <laughs> it's the wife's fault. This is not my fault. I'm like, what is your fault, Nothing's Cody? Cody's fault because Cody's a narcissist, so nothing is his fault. Like, even like when he clogged the toilet at Lizzie's, it wasn't even his fault. No, he, he was, was like, like, it's the old plumbing, Mary. It's that goddamn ghost upstairs <laughs> clogging the plumbing. It's not my two-pounder in there. It's like nothing is ever his fault. Nothing. It's exhausting. Christine is, she's told truly. She feels like a horrible mom, but she's even more scared to tell Cody that, that truly knows. I, I agree. I absolutely think that more than she was scared to tell Truly about this, I think she's like, fuck. Now Cody's really going to lose his sh This is probably when he says, stab me in the kidneys. Probably. You know what? I have something I don't know. I don't know if this is an opinion I should go with or not, but I am wondering if Christine let it slip on purpose. You know, maybe subconsciously. I feel like she was like, we need to tell her it's time and he's not letting me do it. I'm going to make it happen somehow. No, 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 no. Okay. She was not, there was not that intention there, but I think subconsciously she let it out. Okay. And she didn't know. I wasn't disagreeing with her. I do feel like truly needs to know. Okay. I'm going to say something controversial. Though. Okay. I'm upset. I am upset with Christine that we have gone this long and truly doesn't know. You never want to be the person who finds out later on that everyone knew something and you didn't. Yeah. So one day when Trudy's old enough to watch this show back, she's going to be like, why did everyone know but me? Like, why was, I understand they're trying to protect her, but you feel like shit when that happens. Yeah. It's like, it would have been, she would have been better off to know earlier. On. I think so. And, I, and to know, like, before Christine already decided, like, she's moving and she's leaving. And also, like, Christine's packing up his boxes, packing up stuff in the house. Like, she wasn't catching on, really, well, okay. to anything. You know, I don't think she's always <laughs> keyed in on everything. I think she lives in a fantasy world. I know, I know, but... She's McKelty's sister. <laughs> that <laughs> That's blood, all you need to know. <laughs> right. They're just living in their own world. <sighs> well, I can't wait for next week. I am so excited for next week because we get to see Cody being full on hypocrite, going to a goddamn wedding in Texas. The protocols are gone, which All I'm happy for because I'm too. sick of hearing about them. But I'm like, what? Why did you just decide that you're not you're going to be done with this? Mm, I'm so wet, and I'm so wet for Janelle to say, like, uh, this doesn't make any sense. I don't understand how you get to go to Texas and travel, and it's like. He said Christine going for Jezebel's surgery was just a goddamn vacation. <laughs> but because he has to officiate his fucking buddy's wedding, it's like 
He just wants an opportunity to stand in front of people and have people be forced to listen to him. What kind of sad soul asked Cody to officiate their wedding? Oh my God. (laughs) Me? I would. I mean, really? Like, he's not the pillar of marriage success either. No. It's like, you know, back when I was married four times over and then left four times (laughs) over. I can't wait. Gonna be great. Oh, I can't wait. The only thing that would make it better is if Aurora and the Pussycats performed again. Ooh. <laughs> the best to sell her Surprise one of Christine's crushes wasn't Natasha Benningfield. Ugh. Missed opportunity. Now, guys, if you listen to this episode and you didn't get offended, you made it all the way to the end, and you're like, oh, my God, these people are fucking trash just like me, you're a trash bag. And you can come join us on Patreon, um, patreon.com slash talk, or... You can join our Facebook group if you're still kind of dabbling. Like if you're like bi-curious, yes. not bisexual. Just bi-curious. Bi-curious. You Get a little of, taste in there, but don't cause any drama or be annoyed. You want to diddle some fiddles, but you're not sure you want to fully uh, get into a full fellowship. Join the Facebook group and, and you then, can really get a taste of the trash. But Patre- Then you'll be converted over to the Patreon. Patreon <laughs> is only for trash, trash, trash. I don't want Top to hear trash any over bitching. There. I don't want to hear any bitching. I don't want to hear be like, "Ew, you guys are offensive." It's like, yeah, we are offensive. It's offensive. We take it too far, but we also like have some really good stuff on there. Okay, be quiet. <laughs> but anyways, join Patreon. If not, we'll see you guys on back next week. If you want to leave a five star review, again, five stars only. Yep, nothing we- lower than five stars and no complaining. We nope, don't. No, nope. we don't care to hear any feedback. Nope. Absolutely not. Um, If you want to call us hypocrites, we already know it. And if you don't like it, then that's fine. You go start your own podcast and talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah. There are other podcasts out there where they talk nice about the people. Like that's just, that's not our thing. Find a fan club podcast. That's, that's for you. I had to unfollow all the sister wives groups that were like, guys, I'm just, oh, I love the brown fans. Like, oh God, vomit. (laughs) I'd rather eat Cody's two pound turd in the toilet. We like some of the brown family, but not all of them. That's for sure. No, no. All right. right. Have a beautiful week, and we'll see all of you guys again next week. In the famous words of the two-pound shitter himself, Cody Brown. Love should be multiplied, not divided. (laughs) 